Welcome back, everybody. This is HNS Podcast, episode 37. We made it. And today, I got a very, very, very hot topic to talk about as we kick things off. Before we do, though, if you're wondering what's playing in the background, it is none other than The Weeknd. The song is titled Don't Break My Heart off of the latest project, Don FM. Literally just dropped earlier this year in January. Probably the first album that came out this year. And across from me, oh wait, I didn't even introduce myself. My name is Irv. Round of applause, everybody. All right. In the cost of me, I have a very special guest, returning guest. I believe she was on this podcast maybe one time before. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Carly. All right. Give her a round of applause, everybody. Carly is back with us. And we have a very hot topic to kick things off with. If you guys are wondering what my topic was, you hear this in the background. That's vibey ass music. 80s inspired. House even. Beautiful. Well, if you guys were listening to the last podcast, I brought up a conversation that's been going around right now on the internet. And that is that people are thinking that Drake's latest album, Honestly Nevermind, is a response to the sound The Weeknd really nailed with this, uh, with this latest record, Don FM. And if that's the case, then the debate needs to be had. The question needs to be had, you know? Who did House better, in your opinion? Was it Drake or was it The Weeknd? Who do you think? Who do you think's bringing the vibes better? You don't have an opinion. I mean, I love Don FM, and I don't really like Drake. You didn't like Drake's. I haven't liked the last couple albums. I will say that the best track I liked on Drake's album is probably the intro, and then there's like maybe like one or two songs in the middle that I thought were all right, but. <clears throat> there must be something going on right now. If you ask me, it's a, it's a deeper conspiracy. Um, I think the reintroduction of house music into the mainstream is um, not a coincidence. I think I think there's something greater at play here. But I don't know. Do you want to get into that crazy conspiracy on this on this podcast, or, Tell me. or should we save it? Tell me. I think that potentially drugs are being funneled <laughs> back into the United States that are pretend, that are primarily used by communities that seem to participate more so in house shows, EDM shows, raves, etc. And this music is just being uh, funneled back in from where? That is a good question. And it's not like it never left. Those drugs have still always been around. You know what? Maybe. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think you have any idea how fast I really am. I'm fast as fuck, boy. Well, <laughs> some people just be out there doing things, you know? So, maybe the drugs never left. But I have a reason that there's a resurgence of drugs coming back. And it's being... Uh, perpetuated if that's the word like what kind of drugs like ecstasy molly cocaine um anything that can be laced with fentanyl perhaps um even go as far as to say maybe methamphetamines there seems to be a rise in people are mething around it and listening to house music oh people you think so <laughs> you think people are getting fucked up on meth and listening to house i mean because if you ask me guys i don't know if you've heard it but this new uh, Beyonce song, throwback to the 90s house, right? Isn't that when drugs are really, really bad? We're about to see the return of crazy, craziness. But listen, it's a lot of artists. It's a lot of artists because it's not just Beyonce. It's not just Drake. It's not just, uh, it's not The weekend. A lot of underground rap. 
girls have been using a lot of house beats lately. The house beats. It's mm-hmm. just it's just like the return of that sound, you know. They say everything's cyclical, so it's coming back. It's definitely coming back. And I was um I was talking about Foles a little bit on the last podcast. And a lot of the songs that are on Foles, I was listening to them a little bit more today on their new record Life is Yours. It could be argued that they're kind of house inspired. Like they have a song called The Sound. That's kind of house. You can't, you can't tell me you don't start kind of humping the air when this comes on. Who's this? Foles. This doesn't make you want to kind of throw your arms up a little bit. Do that little, you know, rocking the elbows in the air type chicken dance. It's, 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 gonna make it, it's making me want to do that. And it may, It's making me feel like I just walked into an Abercrombie. Hey, man, we got a two for five special on t-shirts, man. <laughs> yeah, it's giving me those vibes. Drake comes on after this. There's a lot of people coming back. And, and I think, you know, I saw it a lot in the comment sections earlier when I was looking at all the uh, Beyonce videos. Well, not all the Beyonce videos. When I saw the Beyonce video, <clears throat> I was reading a lot of comments that were saying, oh, this is the music we needed after being inside for two years <coughs> with the pandemic. <coughs> and maybe maybe they, a lot of people are feeling that way. And that's why House is coming back. But here's here's a question. <coughs> Here's a question. Um, do you think that we are ready to be outside again in those type of environments where it's just like kickbacks, block parties? Like, you think society's ready? Because I think after these last two years being locked up inside, having cabin fever, and I don't know, it might be time. It might be time to cut loose, throw some pool parties, play some house music. Just invite everybody back. So, hey, guys, COVID's gone. Some barbecues. But we better catch STIs or something. This is going to be a crazy summer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, who knows? People are outside again. And I don't know. Everybody's got different different, different definitions of being outside. So, I don't know. I was never really too much into the block party crowd and all that. I used to like going to events, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. I might have to hit up a rave or two. See where this music is being played at, because it's oh, hell it's no. some of our biggest artists that are coming out recently, and I'm telling you, everybody's adopting the sound. You'll have to let me know how that goes. Sir, everybody, <laughs> everybody's <laughs> raving. Everybody's been raving. Even the rock bands are raving. Speaking of which, though, it's so crazy. Now I'm almost curious to see what Beyonce does, because Beyonce just dropped. What was it yesterday? So before that, Drake's honestly never mind. Broke Apple Music's dance album record for the most first day streams. And he only did it in an hour. Beyonce is going to break that record. You think so? When's the last time she released? Round of applause to Drake. As much as I really don't like Drake, that I think that's pretty crazy. Breaking the dance album record for new, most first day streams in one hour. Her new album is called Renaissance. And I'm thinking it's going to be like an ode to Harlem Renaissance, and it's going to fucking slap. You think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, look how... I, that's This song solidified that theory that I saw on Twitter. Which was? That, that the Harlem Renaissance theory? Mm-hmm. Hmm. <coughs> the last album... So you think... You think uh... And she rarely releases music because she lives for that hype. She's going she's gonna to outdo Drake. Oh, yeah. For certain... I mean, you know, Drake Drake was a little hesitant anyways, whether his record was going to do... He got lucky, really, that he broke those streams, because everybody was going to be interested in oh, what's Drake dropping. But even he, he himself, at the very end, he's like, uh... I'm oh, yeah, guys- her last album was Lemonade in 2016. Oh, wow. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. She's ready. Oh, damn. Time fucking flies. Was that eight years? No, uh... Six years. Six? Six years, yeah, it's 2000. Jesus. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah, time flies. Yeah, this is this is gonna be a good record. I can see I can see Beyonce taking a summer back. How many songs do you think Jay Z is gonna be on? Probably one or two. Who knows? This is, this is gonna be a it's gonna be a crazy summer. You know, it must it must really it kind of sucks. You know, like the one thing I love about the streaming music or streaming services. Recently, I was um. I was looking at some of the numbers, right? And I understand these artists aren't getting paid good for their amount of monthly listeners. But at least that's a that's a good idea of how many like fans they have, how many people are at least have them in a playlist. 
So at the very surface level, there's they're fanatics. And a lot of the bands that I would have thought had would have fell through the cracks from way back when we were coming up with the CD era, they're thriving. They got hundreds of thousands of fans. They got million, you know, million people. And if you can convert that to, you know, people who buy tickets or buy merch or buy CDs, mm-hmm. you can still survive off your art. Oh, like Kate Bush. She but owns then, the rights to all of her music and all of the streams that are happening right now because of Stranger Things. She's estimated to be making, like, I don't know if it's 200K a week or 200K a month, but just in streams. That's nuts. From, like, point zero 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 three cents. That is nuts. So when you think about, like, artists like that, and then you also have, like, the rise of the TikTok era, right? So you have all these TikTok artists, and they're getting all these streams. It must still suck in comparison to when these mega artists come out. Because if you're dropping on the same week as them, fuck. Yeah. Because like, think, I was thinking about these bands, right? Like, like I just mentioned, Foles, you know, Life is Yours. They got some good music on there. But compared to all this other music coming out, it's like it's so easy to just get overshadowed. Mm-hmm. And then there's so many different subcultures, but at the same time, everybody kind of still pays attention to, like, the mainstream culture. So, it's, I don't know, it's kind of nuts. It's kind of nuts. With that being said, I mean, I know I'm kind of hating on Beyonce's song, but would you say that Beyonce is is a bonafide, like, human legend? Of course. You think she's known every single country around the world? Yes, I guarantee it. Beyonce is a legend. Who else like would fall? Beyonce- like, who else would fall under that uh, under that category? Like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, Prince. Do you think everybody knows Prince? I don't think so. I think a lot more people know Prince than you think. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Prince is a megastar. So mega. Prince. He produced so much other music too under pseudonyms mm. that people didn't know about unless. So Prince, Michael Jackson, Beyonce. Like the most recent ones, like everybody knows Tupac, everybody knows Biggie, just because of the marketability of their of their merch, <coughs> t-shirts, the album covers. But it's like maybe Justin Bieber. Yeah, Justin Bieber. That's crazy. It's probably well known everywhere. Beyonce, Justin Bieber. The uh, the Beatles. Yeah. Pink Floyd. More so for the album cover, less for their music. Oh yeah. Everybody's familiar with the album cover because it's on like Everywhere. t-shirts at Target and posters, yeah. mugs, rugs, stickers. You don't even know why you it's just like, you whoa. just people their whole I lives like have just been like, thing. yeah, I love it. That's fucking nuts, <laughs> man. Shout out to Storm Thorgerson of uh, Hypnosis, the uh, photography digital art uh, group. Their artwork has influenced a whole generation. Of surreal photography admirers, prog rock bands, and just rock music fanatics in general. Those guys are good. So shout shout out to them. Actually, I want I want to see if I can get I get a book, you know, from my little bookcase, you know, get a little Storm Ferguson book. Check it out. I want a couple David LaChapelle photography books. Okay. Yeah, I do remember you mentioned a couple of his. Uh, or mentioned his name, and then you showed me a couple of his pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. That'd be pretty dope. But man, one more time, shout out to this. Uh, we went off on a tangent, but shout out to Drake, shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to humans, I guess, for, you know, surviving the fucking pandemic, getting ready for this fucking It's summer. not over. Getting we didn't ready for survive summer. it. We're still in it. Yeah? Yeah. That's, that's why I was asking. Do you think we're ready to be going outside Hell and turning no. up to these songs? I saw... Like, um, is that the most responsible thing for us to be doing? I saw reports yesterday that 14,000 flights were canceled this weekend alone. Whoa, not, whoa, whoa. 14,000? And not, not the ones that were canceled because of the storm. 14,000 flights alone were canceled this weekend because of staffing issues. Oh, wow. I think people are getting sick again. No, I think people are getting sick of work. It's just people you think are... 14,000 people just quit? Well, there was also a pilot strike with Southwest. I mean, it's a combination of a bunch of shit. People are getting sick. <coughs> people are tired. People are busy. A lot of people are broke. Like, this whole crypto scare, there's nothing to us, really. Because we invest, but we invest play-play. Like, we go to the casino and play a couple games in the lottery. But there's people who do this for a living. Yeah, I'm glad I never got into that. Who had hundreds of thousands. So as it's going up, it's flipping nice. 
But when it goes But down, as soon as it crashed, <laughs> you got to think. Bitcoin went from $68,000 a coin. Goddamn. To twenty to eighteen thousand. That's a mega drop. That's over forty thousand dollars a coin. What do people do with the money that just sits there, though? Though, like as soon as I started started making good money, I would take that shit out. I mean, I guess it just depends on the people, you know. Like some. If you keep it in there and it keeps growing and growing and growing, I think you eventually got to pay dividends on it or some shit. Do I don't know how it works. That, that might be regular then? stocks. Oh, Do you wonder money if they're with Bitcoin? Oh. It could. It, I mean, that was an argument that people were having about the NFT thing. You know, they were thinking that it was a little bit fishy, but I mean, right now it's just it's crazy. If they were, they just lost a shit ton. I mean, because I I know people who can you imagine owning a couple of those coins. You know, opening a couple hundred of them, maybe. And then it tanks fucking $40,000 per coin. That's shit. It's a scary, it's a scary it's time, a honestly. It's a scary time. That's not much more than my salary. That's a whole salary. You know, so some people just, you know, it's a crazy time. Um, so I, I believe it. If the airports are fucking short on people, I mean, truckers are fucking short on people. Right now, a lot of these fucking companies are cutting back. I mean, I, I don't know where I heard it earlier, but I think um, they were saying, which company was it? I can't even remember, honestly. But somebody had, had laid off, I think, a good percentage of their people, like a fourth of their people. And it was like a big company. I can't remember. Fuck, man. I feel like I'm uh, letting everybody down by not even knowing. I remember. But it was like a major company. And I was like, what the fuck? A fourth of their people? That's a big ass chunk. Like. So right now, I mean, who knows? Who knows what's happening? You know, things are getting tough. Oh, Netflix just let go of a lot of people. That may have been it. Netflix like raised their price. It. Yeah, I think that may have been it. Actually, they, they, think, they had a major layoff. Yeah, because way too many uh, people canceled subscriptions after they went up like ten dollars for shit. Like Netflix doesn't have shit anymore. You know, it's been I. I've never really just been a heavy streamer. So even this whole time, I haven't bought anything. Honestly, I wanted to leave Netflix after The Office. How the fuck do you let go of The Office? That's where they got the most streams. To The Office? Oh my you think god. people actually switched over to the other company? Peacock took it, and yeah. yeah. Oh, fucks yeah. <coughs> Damn. I mean, it, it's, it's a donkey dog world out here. It's tough. And unlike it's Netflix, tough. Peacock has rights to like stuff like that. Like a lot of sitcoms and a lot of long series mm-hmm. series or whatever you call it but then they have live tv too oh, okay see i didn't know that part so like the real housewives that oh. i watch it's so not can, live as, as tv as shows are coming out on tv like a day later so if okay. it comes on if it comes on tuesday nights it's on peacock like the next day like a wednesday oh yeah so i can see i can see yeah, peacock taking up a big old chunk of fan base i mean shit who knows what's going on right now but all i know is Netflix is going through a change, and they might have, they might they might been surpassed in the game they created. They took it from Blockbuster, oh, Blockbuster sure. took it from Mom and Pop Shops, and now it's being taken from Netflix. So, for sure, it's a baton. The humans are keep you know they're running with it. They're gonna make a documentary about the rise and fall of Netflix. You used to get them mailed to you like two or three CDs what at stream, a time. What streaming service do you think is gonna be fucking that sick? It's gonna fucking. You think it's just gonna be on YouTube? I mean, that's sicko mode. Like, if you get the documentary, The Rise and Fall of Netflix on Peacock. On YouTube? Oh, on Peacock? Oh, like, oh, y'all are sick. What the fuck? It's like that meme of that guy that's, like, posted up next to the cemetery, like the headstone. Oh, fuck. That's, that's some gangsta-ass shit. I mean, if they do that, that's fucked up. <coughs> Well, yeah, I mean, if I'm not mistaken... What would, thinking, no, no, it'd be funnier if it was the rise and fall of Netflix on Netflix. Oh, that'd be nuts. <laughs> to get people to watch it, it's like, you guys gotta watch the rise and fall of Netflix on Netflix. On Netflix? <laughs> oh, like, no way. <laughs> oh, shit, that'd be crazy as fuck. We're giving you guys ideas. If you're listening, if we have fans out there that are potentially listeners of these, you know, or all, that are employees of these crazy companies. Make a rise and fall of Netflix and put it on Facebook. <laughs> that'd be sick. Oh no! That 
They should make a rise and fall of Facebook. I think and now it's done though. I think it's mostly bots. You know, but conversation for another time. No, conversation for another time. I think that should Our parents. It's mostly bots, you know. Bots and people just like, potentially operate like bots. Um yeah, but it's it's a crazy time, you know. I heard that Musk, uh, he says that a lot of the new car factories are losing billions of dollars. So, things aren't even looking good for what everybody thought was, the, you know, the future. It's like, oh, yeah, we're all going to leave our cars and switch over to electric vehicles. And at first, everybody was hesitant, but then they're like, yeah, let's go Tesla. But now even Tesla's losing out. Well, we watched, didn't we watch that documentary together about how they're real, they really are not as progressive as they say they are? True, and they still rely heavily off of Volger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, crazy, <laughs> crazy fucking time. I don't know, um, I don't know what the fuck to expect in two years. Kanye is going to be running for president. You think Trump's going to be running for a second, second term? I don't know. It's. I heard there's a governor or senator from Florida that everybody likes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine there's hella people out there people are going to vote for. But at the end of the day, let's be realistic. Who's going to make it to the to the top top? You think Kamala Harris? No. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect, honestly. Yeah. I've kind of given up on politics. <sighs> the great, the crazy thing is that Logan Paul, I think, or one of the fucking Paul brothers, says he wants to run for president, and it's still like ten years away. But time's flying by so fast. In ten years, he probably will be. It's stupid to even say how stupid that is because we well, elected Reagan. <laughs> he was a TV star. True. I I think it'd and be, Trump. I think it'd be really interesting to have Ye as president. That's I mean, if we got Trump in there. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. You think that would be the worst idea? I think honestly, actually, I think in the in terms of like business, because that's all anybody cares about anymore is uh-huh. running the country like a business. Uh-huh. He has more business sense than Trump, and more victories than. Yeah. I mean, Trump had like Trump University. I can't believe he got. I can't believe Trump University he, happened. He even got that one off. And it's he, like, oh <laughs> shit, that's sicko mode, dog. You got your own university. And you got that one off. And people still voted yeah. for him. If you went to Trump University, you don't have a degree. It's null and void. Yeah, it's like it's not even accredited. It's like you just went to pretend school. It's like, dude, that. How was your experience? Oh, I made hella connections. Although honestly, I bet with the right people interviewing mm-hmm. you, they would see that and still be impressed, mm-hmm. even after it was. Frauded or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, what's it really mean? You know, I didn't. I I know people out there who don't have degrees and they're getting they're getting ahead. It's a it's a rat race, you know, because I I feel like everybody was kind of tricked, you know, like the last generation was told, "Hey, go to college, you know, get a get a degree," and now everybody's left out there in debt. I wonder who the last president without a degree was. Shit. Well, on some brighter news. I guess it's not that bright. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> okay, just kidding. But speaking of garbage, scientists say that they apparently unveiled some kind of bionic robofish that removes microplastics from the sea. Oh, that's tight. So. How? Hmm. They're self-propelled robofish that just swim around, latch on to free-floating microplastics, and then it just fixes itself. If it, if it gets damaged, apparently it has the ability to fix itself. So, um, I don't know if they got to like pick stuff up and then there's a place where they go and drop it off. Um, yeah, where, where does it go? It just sits I mean, in them? Let's read, let's read about it. Let's okay. read about it. Just a little bit. It says that the Robofish is just 13 millimeters long. So, you know, me, if, you know at my day Ruler. job dealing with a lot of shit. That's not that big. Oh, millimeters. Huh? Yeah. Oh, they're tiny. Yeah. How are they? How are teeny little fish gonna get rid of microplastics? You gotta think microplastics are like what comes off the body lotions and all that stuff. Yeah, but it's everywhere. Everywhere. So that little fish is swimming around, gets full, picks up like a whole belly's full of microplastics, probably goes and dumps them. So as it swims around, it can swim around at almost thirty millimeters a second. That's not bad. That's that that little motherfucker can move. <laughs> that little fucker can move. And, um, yeah. Apparently, it just picks up microplastics, takes them over to a chemical, uh, something. Still a piece of garbage. But the question is, 
What is the little robot made out of? Yeah. Isn't it itself a little microplastic? Yeah, thing? probably. It's a microplastic with a belly full of microplastics? Somebody explain this to me. This sounds a little bit more dangerous. Now you got little balloons. <laughs> you got little balloons in the ocean. But then, like, once you collect fish. the microplastic, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to bury it? I mean, you're going to shoot it off into space? Hmm. Well, they remember they, they did create a bacteria recently that actually eats plastics now. But then what happens to that bacteria? Does it just eat its way into the core well, of I the think, earth? Well, I think at the, end of, at the end of the day, it becomes a fuel. And that fuel, you could turn it you know, into like the fuels that we need nowadays. Interesting. So we're, our scientists are developing shit. We just got to cut some slack. Cut <laughs> some slack. I haven't read this shit you know, all the way through yet. But this sounds like a step into the right direction. That combined with, like I said, you know, the little bacteria that eat plastics. And then we might, we might be able to at least die hopeful in the apocalypse saying, God damn it, we're this close. Next time. Next time, we were so close. If we would have just focused on that when Al Gore told us back in the fucking early 2000s, late 90s, then we probably, we probably would have been all right. But no, for a couple years there, we just kind of went like, hey, let's fund, you know, or it happens. It happens. It's, a, it's life. It's a game. <laughs> Bless you. It's a game. But, you know, shout out to the scientists who are out there. Making all these amazing discoveries. Apparently, there's another one because they don't stop. You know, you got plenty of scientists out there. Uh, STEM is just fast growing right now. You got tons of people in those careers. I probably need to jump back in there and do some STEM myself. But they say that researchers made a cyborg locust. I'm telling you, there's about to be. There's going to be robots in the ocean. There's going to be robots in the sky. There's going to be robot drones dropping off our packages. Robots making our sandwiches. If you got, dude, if your parents told you growing up that the Jetsons was a good show, and you were like, no, it wasn't, and you never watched it, start watching it, dude. Start watching it. Cause we're about to be living in the motherfucking Jetsons world. Everything's gonna be self-driving, automatic robots everywhere. It, you know, nanotechnology. We've been knowing that nanotechnology exists in the, you know, in the medical field. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can you imagine that shit? We got robots inside of us. Robots outside. We're having a. We have a robot in our pocket. It's gonna be robots in the ocean. Robots in the skies. It's crazy. Are we ready for this? No. You know what happens when all this hap- When all this goes on, we die. It can get hacked and then Terminator. So us. check this out. So first, watch Jetsons. Have a jolly ass time watching the Jetsons. Learn a couple family struggles. Whatever the show's about, I haven't seen it in a long time. And then watch iRobot. And then watch maybe iRobot. <laughs> And then for extra sauce before you go to sleep, watch Terminator. Because <laughs> this is the direction that we're going in. <clears throat> and if you and if you don't think this is scary, and you're saying, "Yeah, right, dude," too many years away from now. Okay, then whatever. Leave your grandparent. Leave your grandkids to deal with that. You don't care about them anyway, <coughs> you fucking asshole. Then what you should worry about is Black Mirror because that's the stuff that's going to be coming around the corner potentially before we even have to vote for the next president. Some of the Black Mirror shit's gonna be going on. So, if you don't believe in the Terminator theory and all that bullshit, all right, whatever, fuck it. But watch Black Mirror, because this is getting crazy. But researchers made cyborg locusts, okay, that could smell cancer. Wow, why does that have to be a locust? Who knows? <laughs> like, who picked that? Let me see. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. Like, locusts are the most annoying, like, bug to exist, I think. Somebody was like, well, let's make the most annoying bug, and it cures cancer. Or not cures it, but smells it. Also, how is this locust going to translate to others that they smell cancer? Let me check. This is something about they're giving the insect their the ability to whiff a gas. So like they're just gonna be farting. <laughs> people are just gonna be farting or something like that, and the bugs gonna be able to tell like, "Ooh, this guy's farts more cancerous." I ain't gonna lie to you, player. Ooh, the they're, just sound gonna, that they make. they're just gonna let out <laughs> locusts, and what the locust turns red if they're near someone with That's cancer. Fucking nuts! Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to read this, but it's just so hard to try to, you know, not not have any dead space in here. 
You guys, trust me. Just read about this. Apparently, it's MIT. Okay, you so, need to read about it before you tell us about you know, it because I, I have a lot of questions. You do. <laughs> You're not giving any answers. Well, it says you know the tech involves surgically altered locusts with electrodes implanted into the lobes of their brains. Okay. If you have more fucking questions, don't ask me. Ask Professor Devajit Saha. Okay, it's him and his colleagues who are doing this shit. I am just reporting the news, people. Okay. So somebody, hey, give it up to these crazy guys who are about to create locusts. Who apparently, I don't know if they turn green. I don't know. I, I have honestly no idea. They, all I know is that you fart around them, you smell like so gas. they call them and they come back and then they download their brains? They might report. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Like After they find them dead or something, they're like, all right, that one died. Let's see why he died. Whew, he smelled cancer in that guy. Like, what the fuck? Like, I need was, to know. <laughs> as, as Dr. And I need Saha, to guys. know why it had to be locusts. So many questions. So many questions. Like, when I think of locusts, I just think of that story from the Bible about the pharaoh in Egypt and, like... The plague of... The plagues. What if you sent them out there to try to find cancer back then? Everybody was just sitting around carrying sticks too close to their faces. <laughs> Everybody was breathing in carbon monoxide. didn't even know. So you guys had cancer, bro. These are some fucking futuristic locusts. No, it's a plague. It's the end of the world. Somebody inscribed this. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what fucking happened, you know? It's crazy out here, man. It's crazy. Let's see. What 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 else what else do you guys need to know that you guys don't want to know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's see. What else do you guys need to know? Well, apparently, there was a record-breaking Voyager spacecraft that started to power down. Where? Oh, near Jupiter? Hmm. Did it smash into Jupiter? I read about that. Sorry. Should I let you finish that? No, no, no. You knew about it already. You think people out there know about it already? How do you feel about that? I just follow a lot of random shit on Twitter, so I get random news like that. But what? um. How do you feel? I feel nothing. <laughs> You feel nothing about that? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, no. Nothing at all. I don't think a lo- I don't think the loss of a spaceship orbiting Jupiter no, takes anything away from my life. No. No. But think about the pictures that are gonna come out soon about Jupiter, or do they they release them? Yet? The pictures are done so. They're just not good. Oh. I don't know why, but I guess the technology out there, like, you can't take decent pictures of... I don't know. Or maybe the machine was messing up, fucking up. Let me see. <coughs> well. Honestly. I think that's about all I got, ladies and gentlemen. That's all you got tonight? That's about all I got tonight. Besides, I mean, besides the random news. Besides that random news. What random news? Everything we've been talking about today. I also, I wanted to say. You want to let the people know about all the concerts? Woo woo! I wanted to say. Shout out to me. And shout out to Carly, because together we manage to pull off the unbelievable. We scored some motherfucking tickets to Moon Man's Landing, which is a spot on the Kid Cudi tour this year. And not just any spot, a spot in his motherfucking hometown, baby. And that shit's gonna be lit. So you gotta, alright, if you guys are wondering what this is, it's Kid Cudi's new single. This is uh, Do What I Want. Do you like it? I haven't heard it. You haven't heard this single? Oh, this is pretty dope. This is pretty dope. This is, um, is, is it, it, sound, it sounds, no, it's just him. It sounds like, um, it sounds like a leftover, not, not in a bad way. It sounds like it could have fit on Men on the Moon 3, but I felt like now Men on the Moon 3 was more so of a hint of the better songs that he was holding off on, which are going to come out on Intergalactic for the show. Mm. So, <clears throat> 
Yeah, I definitely feel like now, not necessarily that Man on the Moon 3 was a throwaway, but I do feel like he may have held some better songs on two for this show. When do you think he's going to drop? Um, When's the first show of the tour? Well, this is the end of this month, I believe. What? No way. They're dropping the show and the uh, project, I believe. Oh, but that's not part of the tour. It's like a listening show like Kanye does. I'm not sure. I'll have to double check on it. Let me see. The uh, Intergalactic by Kid Cudi release date is apparently going to be... Oh, August 16th in Vancouver, Canada. September 30th is when the album is expected to drop. The album. The same day as the series. Oh, so he's going to start touring before it drops. Interesting. I'd be pissed. Interesting. Why? <laughs> like, what if you? What if he drops and you already went to, like, one of the, you're in Canada and you went to one of his early shows. You're like, damn, I wanted to hear that. I guess he might still play some uh, of the new music at his new shows. It's, it's going to be interesting. If you had to say, what uh, what is your favorite Kid Cudi song? Like, if you, when you think Kid Cudi, what song do you think? Um, no answer is a bad answer. Like, his most popular ones, Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. Day and Night. I really like Kitchen. Kitchen? Oh, okay. Okay. That's a random one. Yeah. Yeah, off of that album, I feel like that's fire. Look, I feel like Kid Cudi was actually doing house before anybody. So, Drake... You can suck it, dude. <laughs> Cuddy again. 2016. Being a pioneer. Out here with his house. You know what I'm saying? So, I still yeah. love Pursuit of Happiness. I get yeah. so happy anytime I hear that song. <clears throat> Dance for Eternity is fire. Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah. It's because the opening the opening notes are just so... Uplifting. I'm like, oh my that god. Is... I'm going to get through whatever it is. Somebody's like, oh, hold up, 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 hold up. Hold up. Hold up. What's going on right now? Where are my homies? What is this? <laughs> right at top? And then you hear that, yeah, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Somebody's happy. I'm, I'm trying to be like happy like that, too. What's happening? And then... It's fire. It's fire. Man, I grew up with Kid Cudi, man. From fucking his early tapes, you know, his early mixtapes all the way to now. I have never faltered being there for Cuddy. I've been there every single release. Even when the haters were heavy. People were hating heavy on Speeding Bullet to Heaven, which is his rock album. Mm. I fuck with it. I honestly fuck with it. I think a lot of songs are hard to listen to, but I think the project is really... You know, the project is good. He did his thing. So A lot of songs are pretty good, like Confused, Edge of the Earth, Man in the Night, Adventures. A lot of songs are pretty good. They just have like an aesthetic... That I think he all I think all of his music is just really good listening to live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I want to do acid. To to Kid Cudi. Yeah. Have you seen wild. Have you seen that video of him dancing on stage? Oh yeah. And oh he yeah. He said that he dropped acid. Oh yeah. And, like That's what legendary. band was playing? Uh, MGMT, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, that's legendary. Any any Cuddy fan has seen that has seen that uh the little dance around, and that's inspired everybody to just have fun at least once. That shit is dope. He's having a great ass fucking time. The band's up there having a great ass fucking time. Actually, was it MGMT or Red Attack? I think it was MGMT. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I really hope that um, Cuddy plays a lot of like the deep cuts that you know, like "Too Bad I Have to Destroy You Now" will be fucking sick, especially. Because this song initially was supposed to be on a project with Kanye West. So they were going to drop it together. It was called um, TurboGrafx-16. If, if I have any super hardcore nerdy gay fans listen, they probably geeked out right now when they heard that. Their ears perked up like a fucking Siri. <laughs> Whoa, did you say TurboGrafx-16? Oh, Erase Me is one of my favorites. That's with Kanye. Oh, yeah, Erase Me is fire. And, uh, and this song is fire. So, you know, I... I'm very curious. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of it's going to be off his new project. But I'm... Oh, shit. I'm also excited because apparently there's two projects. So what if the whole thing is just him performing all the new songs? I'd be sad. Yeah? 
A lot I, of fans will be disappointed. <laughs> he needs to do. He needs because he does. He tours huh. so uh, frequent or so uh, seldom. Yeah, so seldom. He needs to do like a highlights. Like, at least 15 minutes of highlights, which his music, his songs are like five minutes each, so actually he needs to give like 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, he's got to put on a hell of a show, because he's the last act. Right before him is Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi's going to have everybody lit as fuck! It's one day, too. They're going to be like fuck. back to back to back Oh, it's going to be nuts. I, ho- I hope they play Metamorphosis together, you know? Uh, Cuddy and Playboy Cardi? Mm-hmm. If they did this shit, oh... Nuts. Nuts. Yeah, I'm gonna need to be heavily oh my under the influence. Oh yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a star-studded fucking lineup. This is fucking Cuddy. Haim. Playboy oh my God, Party. I'm so excited. Haim. Don Tolliver. Dominic Fike. Pusha T. Jaden. 070 Shake. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be like, come on. I hope 070 Shake is going to be good. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Mike Dean, which is the beast on every Kanye song, on, on 070 Shake's new songs. It's helped out Cuddy. It's helped out all the good artists out there that have dope-ass synth and guitar production. It's probably Mike Dean. You got Chip, The Rip, Strick, and DJ EV. This is a show... Where all day I'm gonna have to have what do you call those things a catheter or, or a little bag where you just collect your piss because I am not leaving the stage. That is that's one of those shows where I need to be there for everything Hell no. for everything. <laughs> this is dude. Even it starts off with DJ EV. DJ EV is responsible for an unofficial <coughs> hat slash official mixtape. Um, for all the tr- for all the real Kid Cudi fans out there who are fucking, you know, who are really about it, who really know the shit, Kid Cudi and DJ EV dropped a project called That Kid from Cleveland. And on that shit is a lot of bangers that a lot of us know only from this project. Hey, he's, so a he's a man, he's a short man, the shortest man you'll see. He's, he's, he's lit. He's the shortest man. DJ EV. I wonder if he's going to play some of these, because if he does, that's going to be fucking lit. Hey, yo, um, holla at me, my nigga. We doing it, bitch. For everybody who doesn't know, I'm going to play one song real quick. This song is fire. She came along. Featuring Sharon. Back in the day, Cuddy... Man, I think this is the reason a lot of original Cuddy fans, OG Cuddy fans, fucked with Cuddy. Because Cuddy wasn't afraid to make music that was different than anybody out there. And this is one of those songs that's like really left, where it's almost like you like it, but it's almost like a guilty uh, guilty pleasure. You're like, do I, do I really like this song now? But it's a good ass, it's a good little song. Look, again, on that house shit. With a little bit, you know, it's still hip hop, still rock inspired, but. Where's it taking you? Where's it taking you? It's upbeat. Where's it taking you? Go. Oh, I like this. Funky. Funky. And this is brought to you by DJ EV and Kid Cudi. That's what I'm saying. Everybody on this fucking lineup. Are they gonna perform together, you think? I'm not sure. I don't. DJ EV, I'm not sure if he had too much to do with his later career, which is um, which is what Cuddy's doing. And even that, like I'm saying, I'm but doubtful. But Cuddy wouldn't take him on stage to do like one song together. Mm, maybe, maybe. Since he's there, that's a good question. But yeah, I mean, for those of you guys who don't know the song, it's called "She Came Along" by Kid Cuddy. Um, you can probably find it on YouTube or where I'm listening to it is actually on um, Dat Piff, which is a mixtape streaming service. Oh, you can get it on title. This is what? Oh, Sharam has it on his tape. Uh-huh. Shout out! Go listen to this shit, yo. This song is amazing. Sharam, Kid Cudi, she came along. It's a song about how he loved a woman until another woman came along and his woman fell in love with that woman. It, it happens. Oh, 
But you can't tell me that the production on that is not fucking feel good. Like, who knows what DJ EV is going to do? He, he might have a project that he's promoting to. But there's a lot of good fucking songs that are just on this tape. Matter of fact, there's a song called Ask About Me, which closes out the tape, which is Cuddy and Chip the Rip. Yeah. And Chip the Rip is on the bill. <laughs> Say what? For anybody who's out there who knows, some of the most classic collaborations from Cuddy have came with Chip the Rip. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to play a song right now that everybody knows by heart, I believe. You can't tell me you don't feel these scents coming in. You're like, oh shit, it takes you back. This shit takes you back. And who's on this shit? Chip the Real. Oh, is he? It's King Chip. I didn't know that. It's King Chip. The verse that everybody probably knows more than Cuddy's verse is King Chip, and he's on this motherfucking bill. Hey. I knew it wasn't Kid Cudi, but I never cared to, to, to you know check and see who it was. Yo, shout out Kid Cudi, shout out King Chip. If you guys haven't heard the song, it's your first time listening to these badass vibes. Like, it's if he on, doesn't play this. Huh. Oh, he's got to bring Chip out. He's got to bring Chip out. Shit. Can we turn it down? What? I say ain't no music on. She said no, that weed is loud. Shit. That's yo. That line is iconic. Like everybody loves this Cuddy song. We forget. We forget. Cause it's on like one of his low-key records. But yo, it's gonna be a great fucking project. And like I said, or a great uh great just day of music. Like I said, you got Jaden. Jaden is a diehard Cuddy fan. You know he's gonna be out there just saying some dope shit. Like it's gonna I'm excited to see what the stage looks like, what everybody's doing. Fucking push a tease on this motherfucking bill. Push a tease just dropped one of the hottest hip hop albums of the year. Did he? In my opinion. Have you listened to it all the way through? No. It's almost dry. Push a T. Let's look. Dominic Fike, I know a lot of people who fuck with Dominic Fike. I like him. Dom look. People are excited. You, he was on Euphoria. People are excited. You can't tell me that this song right here doesn't make you just fucking feel good. You ready? One, two, three, go. Oh, already. Already. Paint me a picture. Paint me a picture. Where you at? On a beach. Where you at? at a, on a beach? Mm-hmm. Three Nights by Dominic Fike. I'm telling you, this night of music is perfect. It's gonna jump from fucking. It's gonna be like, like hip hop to smooth R and B to trippy to smooth to rock to this. It's gonna it's gonna be perfect all night, all day from start to finish, from start to finish. I know. Look, I know a lot of people right now are hating on Don Tolliver, but Don Tolliver is about to come out here and fucking sing his ass off. Eric. I'm wondering if he's going to do this song. But probably not, because there's a lot of people on that track. He's going to be definitely doing his own songs. Look, Don Tolliver has so many badass fucking songs. He's going to come out here and do his fucking thing, too. It's, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show. And like I said, I'm fucking excited. It's in Cleveland. His hometown. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't been to Cleveland. I couldn't, I couldn't be. Nope. I couldn't be more excited. So, just real quick, man. Shot. Round of applause to Cuddy for being a bring together this amazing ensemble of musicians and fucking acts that are just going to be the amazing soundtrack to that evening. For anybody out there who is interested in going, I'm pretty sure there's tickets available. It's moonmanslanding.com. The show is September 17th. Get your fucking asses out there. Support Kit Cuddy. Support all these other acts because I'm pretty sure you at least love one of them. Definitely, or at least two of them. Definitely one of them. So, you know, it's going to be a good-ass show. If you guys uh, are interested, recommend it because this is, this is going to be legendary. Every other show on the, uh, on the bill for his tour has a couple of these acts. 
but not it's all. not not all these. This is this is a star-studded night, you know. This is so either catch them on the tour, but there's something different about this night. This night's gonna be it's a fucking vibe. This is history. Moon Man's landing. <laughs> this is our this is our motherfucking little astronaut you know musician man he, he's known as the moon man and apparently now he's finally touching ground so perhaps intergalactic is the beginning of the end of Kid Cudi and he might be moving on to a, another pseudo name no way no? no or maybe it's just the end of the man on the moon he's yeah. no longer the man on the moon now he's gonna drop projects that are just different yeah this yeah. is dope this is dope, man. One more time. Round of applause to everybody. Round of applause. And um, with that being said, you know, this is another great summer for music. We got Cuddy. We got Beyonce. We got recently, we got new Drake. We got new Kendrick. Giveon's dropping in a couple days. dropping in a couple days. Apparently, Travis Scott's still supposed to be dropping soon. It's a lot of good music, you know. So... Damn. Damn. I don't know where I got real sad when I said all that. Because I thought this would have been a great summer for Mac Miller to drop an album. Mm. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Rest in peace, everybody out there. Let's play a song real quick to lead us out. Is there anything else you want to kind of touch base on? Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to come back um, another time and talk about some shit. Talk about some more shit, you know. Get into some societal shit. Talk about. How I'm gonna need you to read is. these articles next time before you just. It's because I don't have questions on where the plastic goes. I, I have, got questions. I don't have questions on what color the fish is. Like, well, the... I do, so I'm gonna need you to be well versed. <laughs> I, I don't know that stuff. You know, I don't know any of that. So, oh, and I did. Right now, I was listing off all the albums this summer coming out. I forgot to mention the Mars Volta guys. Oh my god. Mars Walls is coming out, so it's gonna be you know it's gonna it's gonna be a great summer. It's gonna be a great summer. So, with that being said, I feel like we were uh, the most excited, or I was the most excited right now talking about Kid Cudi. So for this two shows in a row now, I'm gonna close this uh, episode out with some Kid Cudi. However, tonight, little bittersweet, because I wish Cudi and Kanye were still cool with each other, because I would love to hear this next song. Guys, it's called Kitsy Ghosts off of the project Kitsy Ghosts released in 2018 by Kanye West and Kid Cudi, otherwise known as Kitsy Ghosts. That's right, three Kitsy Ghosts. Kitsy Ghosts and Kitsy Ghosts by Kitsy Ghosts with Yasin Bey. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is HNS episode, or HNS podcast episode 37. I have been your host, Herb, and across from me has been. Carly. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Kissy go sometimes. Kissy go sometimes. Kissy go sometimes. Moving around, just moving around. Kissy go sometimes. Kissy go sometimes. Kissy go. Spirit. Yeah, that's the king.